We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back, boys and girls, to the latest episode of No Other Pod. I'm James, and my good friend Dan, he's with me, he's in the background. Dan, what's up? What's up, Portland bro? You're back in town, man. (laughs) I am back. It was a while. Feels good, huh? Yeah, it it feels good to be back. I was was up in Portland for like eight days, uh, seeing some family, seeing some soccer. It was fun. It was nice, but it is great to be back in Kansas City. Yeah, it sounds like too many trees and like too many bearded men. That's what I think a about. Lot of, yeah, a lot of bearded men, a lot of trees, um, a lot of kombucha. Tried some kombucha for the first time. How um, was that? Not bad, I have to say. I thought did it would it, be a little weird. Did it make? Did you have it like in the morning or like late at night or or what? It was like. In uh, the early evening, like we were, we were going around oh, and, and stopped in this little tea shop, and they had some kombucha on draft. And was yours alcoholic so I, uh, then? Uh, it was not alcoholic. No, gotcha. I did not realize they had alcoholic. I know, like there's small amounts of alcohol in all right. kombucha because it's fermented, but this one was just like normal kombucha, uh, strawberry well, basil flavored. So it See, was very that's tasty. not bad, man. We got a blueberry basil in the fridge right now, but we don't. We try not to have it afternoon because it's you know quite a bit of caffeine in there so you're pretty nuts for having it at (laughs) night (laughs) well uh i was on uh kansas city time and i had to stay up for a uh timber sporting kc game that we will talk about later so it probably was a good thing i had a little bit of caffeine because i was tired um because i'm a lame old man i'm lame too man and i was on yeah i was on central time as well um but hey we got a big episode this time, but and before we jump in to everything, guys and gals, thank you for ch- tuning in. Uh, we're we're happy to have you again. As always, go hit up the iTunes uh, ratings and reviews, five stars if you can. But uh, give us what we deserve. All right, we'll take what we deserve. We'll take our licks. But we did get a couple good ones, Jimmy. I don't know if you saw these, man, but uh, people people writing good stuff about us. And this most recent one. From Bitter Genius, which I think like Bitter kind of Genius. Cool, kind of a cool name. Makes me think a little bit. But he or she did not know about this podcast until a couple weeks ago, but it's easily wow. one of their favorite soccer podcasts around. So wow. they probably they probably only listen to us and one other podcast, I assume. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't know there's more than two. I so don't know. We're in the top that's, two. That's good. That's very cool. <laughs> I feel very good. So thank you. Uh, Mr. or Mrs. Genius, but get this one, man. Uh, Keaton S21. Keaton said, Sorry, Jimmy, I only listened to the pod for Dan. Dan is the man. Great content, fellas. Okay, that's the first part. And uh, thanks, <laughs> Keaton. I, I assure you, Jimmy, I did not write this. Okay, I did not go yeah. review <laughs> our podcast. Does I swear Keaton to God. start with a K. Is, is this it, your it does, alternate name? Yeah. It does start with a K. Is Keaton? <laughs> I'm just saying. It wasn't me. Have to launch but, an investigation. Collusion. But hey, he had a good point here. Only thing that I would ask or recommend is if you guys could take maybe five to ten minutes to cover Swope Park each week. 
um, you know, hard to get coverage of them. And it'd be nice to get a little bit of news on the future SKC stars. And I couldn't agree more, man. I think we could probably make an attempt to at least hit on a Rangers game every week. And, uh, you know, talk about some sporting loanies or, or who's, uh, who's up and coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a good idea. I will have to, uh, to try to make sure that, um, I stay on top of Swole Park Rangers, so I know uh, know what's going on. I know well, they, they got uh, a game tonight. Actually, the, this Wednesday here, they got a game seven thirty. So there you go. There you go. And I know that they uh, they beat Colorado Springs one zero in their mm-hmm. last game. So uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, they're they're a respectable six three and four with twenty two points. Um, they're yeah. they're always fun to watch. Eric Dick got a start. Which is good because you Eric know he's Dick, been. I like the big dick, man. He's good. There you go. That's probably why PV took him, so he could just say <laughs> that phrase. Is my <laughs> guess. <laughs> um, hey, but before we get rolling, dude, I got one more piece of exciting news here. And guys, tell me, get pumped, okay? Everyone, get pumped. Do your woos in your car or your headphones, whatever you're doing. Just woo, it, woo it out with me, because we got we got a little bit of sponsorship going on, man. Uh, what? We got it. We got a coupon code to give our, our listeners here to On The Volley Apparel. Now, I don't know if you guys have Woo. been to this website at all, but it's onthevolleyapparel.com. I actually own a lot of their stuff. I have a couple shirts and uh, a hoodie. They do really cool stuff. Uh, uh, you know, I have a hoodie that just, it's like an owl standing on a soccer ball. And, and I have another one that says players only, and it looks like a bathroom symbol with the the person kicking a soccer ball. <laughs> so go check this out. You're going to get 15% off. I mean, no, it's not 50 because cool. that'd be crazy, but 15% off. If you enter the coupon code, no other pod and there are spaces. So just spell it out. It's not all one word, no space, other space pod. And you'll get 15% off guys. And, and you know, on the volley sees that they see our customers coming there and they're actually going to do a thing on their site, Jimmy, where they're going to put, uh, they're going to have all their partners in one place. So it kind of shows all the podcasts that they, you know, that they're, they're sponsoring. So our name's going to be up there with like the Cooligans and some other LA based, uh, people. So I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if I told you that. You did not tell me that part. That's pretty cool. And they got some neat. pretty sweet soccer apparel, guys. So be sure to check them out. Uh, they're, they're gracious enough to, to um, give us a code for our listeners. This is really all, all for you guys to, to get you guys some some sweet apparel at a, at a good discount price. So uh, go check and them out and stuff. buy some cool stuff. Yeah. It's not just Adidas. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's a small business. And, you know, I met the, the owner of On The Volley, and he's a great, great dude, Elvis. And... Uh, so you know, go go support them, uh, LA based uh, clothing company. So we're we're glad you to have them. Some, buy some on the volley, and you too might be as cool as Dan Couser. There you go. So hey, so let's dive into the pod. Let's do it. We have a jam packed episode. We're gonna move kind of quickly through this week because there is. A lot of stuff going on. I don't know if you know, there's some big soccer tournament that's about to begin that we're going to want to touch on a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It might, you know, be a little bit of a deal, but we'll we'll get to that a little later. But first, the most important soccer tournament, the U.S. Open Cup. And we are (laughs) in the... You see what I did there? Yeah. That was hilarious. (laughs) we are in the middle of it and sporting kc is looking to defend their u.s open cup championship and had to start out their title defense on the road at rio tinto in salt lake and we had a little bit of a discussion on the pod last week and and we i don't know if we really came to a consensus or not what sort of lineup was Peter Vermees going to put out for this game? Was he going to put out all of the starters? Was he going to rest the starters and call up a bunch of Swole Park guys to to kind of make sure that they all had fresh legs for the Portland game? What was he going to do? Kind of did something a little bit in between. There were a couple of starters out there, like Beasler was out there. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't really call up any Swope Park guys, but what he did is going to be music to so many people's ears. He played 
the kids. And the kids did well because we saw Jalen Lindsay. We saw Gianluca Buzio. Uh, we saw Malaysian Messi, uh, Juan Cousin. And we got a 2-0 win, and we're moving on to the round of 16. So, uh, And we saw a crazy different formation. We saw a three-man back line. Yeah. Um, so tell me, as, you, as you're watching this game, you know, it, it took a little bit to, to really find their rhythm because it was 0-0 at halftime, ended 2-0. What were you thinking as you were watching this new formation, new players sort of experiment in the U.S. Open Cup? I mean, was it a three-man back line or was it like a 5-3-2? Yeah, it was kind of one of the, like, I. it's always kind of hard to tell if it's a three-man or a five-man. Because, like, yeah, you can with the wing ba- basically, yeah, it basically turns into a three-man back line when you're on offense. But when you're on defense, the, the wing backs drop back and it kind of becomes a five-man back line. But right, right. whatever it was, it seemed to work. It was it was interesting. Um, has anyone been a fan of this team long enough to say they've ever seen a different formation other than a a four three three? I, I don't think I can confidently say that. You know, in the uh, four plus years that I've you know been a fan, I I don't think I've seen them do anything differently. Have you? Uh, the only time I can I can remember them ever doing something differently is is not by by choice it's because of an injury um or like a red card and then they drop someone back so they had to um, shift yeah but but, but I never don't, started I, I can't no i can't think of a, a time when peter went out and, and started with a different formation um, yeah so but he said before this season started he thought they had the depth and the talent to try some different things and he uh did. you know i think what, what was most interesting about what they did is i think they put out a, a a pretty strong lineup that was filled with sporting players, but they also used it as an opportunity to try out some things and let some players get their feet wet that might need to actually get real MLS minutes down the road. Case in point, Jalen Lindsay. Mm, they who, got uh, real wet and, real fast. Yeah, and he ended up starting his uh, first ever MLS game just a few days later, but... I kind of liked the idea of we're not going to put out just a reserve, you know, Swope Park squad. We're going to put out our Sporting KC players, but we're going to get some of the guys who don't quite have enough MLS minutes sometime, and we're going to maybe test the waters with some uh, some new formations. And if it doesn't work, it's not the end of the world. But uh, if it does, might get to see a little bit of it later in uh, MLS season. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought it was an interesting strategy. It was. This game was awesome, dude, because you, you had Ilya out there still kind of, you know, commanding the field, and you still had Johnny Russell up top with Carlton Belmar, and I think I remember watching the first half, and for one, it was super late, and I'm like, oh my god, i got to work in the morning, this is terrible, and <laughs> halftime comes along, and I think I text you, and I was like, dude, I'm kind of flipping bored, like, it. I'm yeah. just... I wasn't having fun watching that first half. I don't know what it was. Maybe the teams were feeling each other out, but maybe just the overall pace of the game because it was a lot of younger players. They were trying to get comfortable. And really, there's not much to talk about in the first half, dude, because we we all know what happened in the second, which was very exciting. Yeah, and it it happened right away. In the 47th minute, um, Johnny Russell uh, received a a beautiful cross and uh, and put his head right to the ball and fired it right in the back of the net. There was really diving no header, for man. The keeper. Yeah, it, it was, it was gorgeous. Um, I think that's the first time I, and I, I wouldn't quote me on this, but I, that might be the first time we've seen Johnny score, uh, with his head, uh, I think instead so. of using his feet. Um, and, and it was kind of coming, you know, it, it, it was doing that thing where it was sort of that, uh, that late Johnny Russell run that we kind of have gotten a little bit used to, to seeing where he kind of runs in, into the box just a, a little bit um, after everybody else, but, but he timed it perfectly. Um, the cross was gorgeous. Uh, and uh, yeah, it all around, he just placed it right in the bottom right corner. Perfect play. Suddenly it's one zero sporting KC in the 47th minute. And uh, they really did never look back from there. So I think we've realized that Johnny's going to score if he gets that service. I mean, we really thought that Roger Espinosa was the guy to always give him the ball. But uh, I think if, if anyone gives him the ball, he's going to score. If they give him a good service, it's going in. Because I think Carlton Belmar and Johnny Russell, after seeing that pairing, I mean, that's the dynamic duo we all want and deserve. 
Absolutely. And, you know, it didn't take Carlton Belmar uh, more than just about, you know, 25 minutes later. And suddenly he got on the board, too, again with a uh, a good little cross. Carlton Belmar comes in kind of with a, a sliding tap in, if you will, is kind of what it, it looked like. Um, but he still had to put his body in a position where he could, you know, get get his foot to the ball, kind of shield off the, the defender who was running behind him. He did a good job and uh, got a goal, 2-0. The rest is history. Sporting KC wins in the U.S. Open Cup, moves on to the next round, the round of 16, and will host FC Dallas this Saturday evening at home at Children's Mercy Park in the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, looks like Peter Vermees is, is not messing around as he's known, um, you know, as we've kind of come to know from him that – he takes the uh, the U.S. Open Cup pretty seriously, and and it looks like they're going to be out to to defend their title and go back to back years, which is pretty exciting. Bro, this next game can be a full strength squad. I mean, as long I mean, if some people are coming back from injury, which I think Sinovic probably should be, maybe Jimmy Madronda as well. But th- this it's a Saturday game. It's nighttime. We should be able to pack Children's Mercy Park and and get ready to put a hurting on Dallas because they're a strong squad and we need to come ready to ready to roll. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and we'll get into uh, the preview of that here uh, shortly. Um, Cause that is uh, the game this week. It's the only game we have this week until uh, the following Saturday. This is, was kind of going to be the world cup break week, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But even though a lot of know. teams aren't having breaks at all because of open cup, and there's some yeah, games tonight so, too, some MLS games. Are there? We're recording this on Tuesday. I guess you're right. I forgot that well, they're uh, Wednesday. They're, I'm I'm speaking as oh, Wednesday, Wednesday, but yeah. Oh, disregard me. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm speaking like it is Wednesday, man. I'm trying to be. Like, see, I'm trying to be cool. That's because you actually know what you're doing, and I'm just <laughs> over here messing around. Um. <laughs> no, yeah, there are like five, six games to uh, tonight. That's crazy. Um, yeah, MLS doesn't really get a World Cup break, uh, but you know that's what you get with the summer schedule. So now uh, we're, we're we move on from uh, Real Salt Lake, and then Sporting KC just a few days later has to go on the road and take on the Portland Timbers in Portland. And um, this was always going to be a little Scary. bit of a tough game because it's on the road. Timbers are pretty good at home. Um, they were they're undefeated at home. Uh, at the time, they were they had four wins, zero losses, and one draw. Um, and, and and Sporting KC was coming off uh, you know a, a Wednesday game in the Open Cup where they were on the road. Granted, the Timbers had a Wednesday game as well against San Jose, but they were playing at home. Um, one of their key players, Johnny Russell had uh, just come off international duty with Scotland where he played a full 90 minutes. Um, and, and and they were battling some injuries. They had their their two starting left backs, Jimmy Madranda and Seth Sinovic were both injured. Um, you weren't, Johan Quaze got injured. Um, and uh, obviously Felipe Gutierrez is already out with injury. So there were kind of some questions as to who was going to step in to fill these roles. And we saw Jalen Lindsay start again. We saw Juan Cousin start again. Um, Yeah, and Kyrie Shelton was injured, so he was out. But we had Daniel Shalloway um, along with Johnny Russell and Gerso up top. Um, Ended up being a a 0-0 draw, but it wasn't for lack of excitement. I think there were plenty of exciting moments in this game, and I think both teams at some point probably should have scored. Would you agree? Yes, I, I do think there should have been a few goals. Um, I, I don't. It's so it's always so tough to talk about a nil nil draw, man. It's like it wasn't a boring game by any means, but it was it was more successful for us. We went up there and we we got the shutout and we got the road point. Whereas I think a lot of Timbers fans might argue that that was important for them to get the shutout. And you know the goalkeeper even gets a slab of wood. For that, did you know this, Jimmy? Uh, I do now because yeah. uh, we we were passionately told in our Twitter <laughs> mentions uh, that that is exactly what that slab of wood was for. 
Um, how did that happen, dude? How did they how they find me? They just searched the. Uh, I was running the Twitter, by the way, Saturday night, guys, because Jimmy was with his family. But I was. Uh, how they find me? By they just search the hashtag or something. I get you know. I think there's some people out there who their whole reason for being on Twitter is to just search hashtags and try to annoy people. Try to annoy um, people because that's what he did. He's yeah. like, it's because of the. Because of the sh- the clean sheet, you dumbass. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry. I don't know why you guys cut up slabs of wood, you honky. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was it was a very strange uh, conversation. Um, we went back and, and a fifteen year old kid came in a little bit. Yeah, it, it was it was very strange. Like we didn't. I guess we didn't know this person was fifteen. Uh, but but he goes, I- some guy jumps in, this kid, I guess, and he's like. Oh, you're petty because you didn't win it. You know, obviously it's for the shutout. Sorry, your fans aren't ama- as amazing as ours. Um, and I said, and then, yeah. well, we don't, you know, we don't get excited about uh, a shutout from Tim. That's just another, that's just another Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, a, a oh, zero, zero draw, about that. <laughs> a zero, zero draw on the road it, it is, you know, a good result, but a, a, I don't, I don't recall Sporting KC fans ever celebrating a zero zero draw at Children's Mercy Park. No, we um, get pissed. And we're like, oh, yeah. this sucks. Like, I think we all acknowledge, like, okay, yeah, a point is better than zero points, but I don't think any of us are like, sweet, let's celebrate this. And and that's kind of, you know, we support the team, we clap for them, you know, through win, draw, loss, whatever. Um, but I don't think the fans nor the team, anyone's like ecstatic about a draw. And and this guy no. just kind of wouldn't let it go. So ultimately, you know, we I kind of threw out there to him, well, you know, because uh, he was basically saying our fans suck and, you know, they just, we got to learn from them, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, well, you know, I guess, uh, you know, the ESPN player poll where they said that Kansas City is the hardest place to play in MLS just doesn't mean much then. Uh, so because of, of our um, fans, it said right. Yeah, uh, players said Kansas City because of their fans, the way they play, it's nonstop from the first minute till the end. You know, so there you go. Yeah, straight but from all right, uh, you guys keep MLS players' mouth. Yeah, keep killing trees out there, you idiots. Yeah, it it was it was weird. And let me just say, Timber Jelly pissed me off because there was a point really? when Daniel Shalloway had the ball down in the corner, and stupid Timber Joey's there with his freaking chainsaw, and he's just turning it on and revving it just to try to annoy Daniel Shalloway while he's on the field playing. That's so. what he does, dude, and that clearly comes through on the broadcast too. He just revs the damn chainsaw. Oh, it's so annoying. I'm like, you need a freaking mascot with a chainsaw to help you guys, you know get a point then i guess well, good for you i think but their mascot could clearly beat our mascot so let's not go there <laughs> i think brisket bob could clearly beat timber jelly yeah one of them has a bigger knife though <laughs> yeah well i'll take uh, i'll take brisket over chopped wood any day so that's true i'll uh <laughs> leave it at that i guess <laughs> brisket bob i love it but, That's uh, what you want, dude. If I'm a goalkeeper, give me some meat for my shutout. Don't give me a slab of wood. I don't right. want that to I've smell al- up my home with yeah, bugs I've in always, it. I've always wondered. So, like, okay, so they cut off a, a, a piece of this tree that yeah. they have for every goal that a player scores and uh, every shutout, apparently. And then they give them to the player after every game. But, like, if you're a guy like... Diego Valeri or Fernando Adi. Like, what do you do with these pieces of wood? Doesn't he auction like, them? Doesn't he auction them off or something? Do they? For okay. charity? Well, that's better. That, I hope so. Because I was like, you're not going to have just like 50 pieces of a tree hanging in your house. And oh, yeah, if you're dude, throwing them away, clearly. then that's not good. So. Oh, can you imagine the stuff that like lives in them? You bring those in your house. <laughs> boom. Now you have bees. You don't want yeah. bees in your house. No. No. But it is a little oh, bit weird God. that, you know, I, I get it, the timbers. Arms. Yeah, I, I, I get the timbers and everything. But, yeah, like, let's, you know, let's not cut down so many trees to celebrate your goals. How about we just figure out a, a, a way to not, not kill the forests? There's, there's a bit of a rivalry here, and I feel it. <laughs> I felt myself getting heated as we played these guys because, oh, my God, what happened? What happened? To, uh, didn't some, was it Blanco that yelled? At uh, who he yelled in some guy's face who was laying down? Was it 
God damn it, dude. It was, was uh, it? was it, I'm trying to remember who it was. It wasn't Raj, was it? Daniel? I don't uh, think it was Roger. Um, he yelled at someone. Daniel, or, or or I think it was Daniel. I want to say Daniel. Maybe it was Jerso. I don't remember. Someone will tweet us and tell us that we're wrong. And, and yeah, that yeah. They'll tell us who it is. Um, I'm always it, wrong. It, 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 it was on the opposite side of the field from where I was sitting. Um, okay. He's yelled at so him. He's I, like, get get the hell up. And it's like, whoa, you can't do that. No, and Ike was pissed. Ike ran over one, oh, first yeah. to the ref, basically being like, what are you going to do about that? You can't let Well, they happen. both got a yellow. Yeah, so Bl- well, Blanco got a yellow for for the foul, and oh. uh, and uh, I think at least and and um, whoever it was was it I, I want to say maybe it was Jerso I don't remember was kind of rolling around on the ground like they were hurt and Bl- at first I thought Blanco spit on him because from my view it just kind of like he looked down and kind of threw his head down by him and I was like holy crap he just spit on him and then I was like okay no he probably just said <laughs> something to him oh but uh I'd be so pissed. Ike was pissed and, you know, Ike ran up to Blanco and, and was letting him have it. And, and you know, Ike's not a small dude and Blanco's nope. not a big dude. So that yeah, wouldn't not have okay. gone Blanco's way. Were but. you yelling or were you, a, were you allowed to be a fan there or did you kind of just keep to yourself? No, I was a fan because um, I, was rel- I wasn't in the Rodron section because I was with my family and they were Timbers fans. Um, so we weren't in the Rodron, but I bought tickets close to the Rodron. So I was, I was per- about as close to the Rodron as you could get without actually being in it. So I felt okay. like I had like another like army of 200 people behind me and we were all yelling. Um, a, some stupid Timbers fan in front of me turned around and gave me a weird look. And I was like, I don't care. Get away from me. Yeah. Um, so you punched him right in the forehead. I should have, uh, yeah, but I didn't. Um, and then, yeah, I, I one of my family members doesn't know a ton about soccer, so I was kind of explaining it to him, and and he was like, "So is a draw good for anyone?" And I told him, like, "Well, you know, uh, no. I always say, as all of our listeners know, I was like, oh, I always say a draw on the road's not a bad thing." And the guy turned oh, around and gave me this really weird look, and I was like, "Yeah, shut up!" Like, you want to celebrate know, home draws? Y'all are celebrating yeah. home draws. What are you, Minnesota United? <laughs> yeah it um it was a weird game i will say i was a little nervous at first because it felt like the timbers were on the front foot for the first 15 to 20 minutes i'd say they were like they're fast it felt like they had a lot more chances than we did um and at least for the first bit and and statistically speaking you know they actually did get more shots off 13 shots to 10 shots um both teams only had four on target, but they played a, you know, Sporting KC usually dominates possession 60, 40 or so. It was almost even this game. Um, passing accuracy, they were dead even at 85%. Um, they were slightly better in the attacking half, but we were just about even on the final third. Seven corners to, to eight corners, 52 duels won to 50 duels won. You know, it, like... It ended up a pretty even game. Um, both teams had a couple chances. Daniel Shallowy struck one right off the crossbar. Um, you know, there there were some chances later. Sebastian Blanco had a curling shot that went right over the crossbar that looked like it might have gone in. So, I don't know. I, I was entertained being there. Did the entertainment translate enough on TV, even though it was a 0-0 draw? Um, yes, it did. Uh, yes and no. I mean, it was kind of one of those things like, you know, there, there nothing was, nothing was going in the net. So, but you could tell that the pace was up, every, everything was going fast. So it was, uh, it was fun to watch. But you, you move forward, and we got to keep getting points. So you know, any point on the road is a good point. Absolutely. And so this was apparently only the third shutout at Providence Park for the Timbers since 2015. All three shutouts have come at the hand of Sporting Kansas City. So that's fantastic. Pretty cool. If they want to keep celebrating home draws, uh, we'll we'll keep shutting them out at home when no one else can. So there we um, go. I'll take it. I did get a little pissed when I walked past the double post bar because they still have that stupid thing still that there, they're huh? named after. Yeah, Saad Abdul. Do they have like pictures in it or anything? No, that's what's dumb. I'm like, if you're gonna do this, you got you better full out do it. Like, you better have like a frame by frame like diorama of everything that happened, like a picture of oh, like yeah. the one post and then a picture of the other post on the other wall. Like, 
do something. No, they just put up like, it looks like a temporary sign above it that just says double post bar. So it was really lazy. Um, well, that's pretty silly. I, I, need, I need some pictures, you know, <laughs> I need like, I need an artist rendering of the event. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing and if like y'all that. don't know what the double post bar is, Saad Abdul Salam hit both posts while he was taking a penalty kick in, yeah. you know, in, in PKs. It was, it was to win the game and he lost the game. And MLS Cup playoffs would have gone in. Yeah, we would have. Uh, we were in the game, bounced off both posts and out. Ended up going to 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 keeper uh, mm-hmm. PKs, I think. Um, and uh, Portland won, and then they went on to win MLS Cup that year. So uh, Kempen guess had it to was take just PK, right? Year. Was Kempen playing? That's right, because Melia got hurt. That's right. Um, and Kempen played well. I just don't think he thought he'd end up having to take a PK. Right. Um, yeah, and then I, I want to say it was Quarasi for for the Timbers who was the goal um, goalkeeper, and, and he ended up getting one in the back of the net on Kempen, which I don't blame Kempen for. You know what? Do, what can you do? Um, no. But well, yeah, that so game's done. It, you got a break from league play. Yep, and Sporting KC are still atop the West, twenty nine points. Uh, technically, they're tied atop the West with. Uh, this weekend's opponent, FC Dallas. Whew. FC Dallas now has 29 points. They have come on strong as of late. Um, they they started off, yeah. They 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 started off the season um, a, a bit slower, I would say. But um, you know, they they've had quite the little run as of late. Um, you know, they they've won. What is it? I'm counting now. Uh, five in a row. Um, including their their open cup win at san antonio fc uh they haven't lost a match since april 29th and that was at new york city fc so they're a pretty good team now this isn't a league play it's open cup um but but i don't know what what do you expect from from fc dallas uh heading into this open cup matchup do you think they're gonna gonna go for it Dude, I expect two very full strength squads, you know, from each team. It's dude, they're not gonna. They, for one, they haven't forgotten last year. You know darn well what happened last year it's when true. it was nil nil yep. for a majority of the game, and we were down a man for like the whole time, and it had to go extra time, and we ended up winning. But they're gonna want revenge, and you know, Ike Parra got kicked in the head that game, so that was fun. Yeah, by Max Arudi. And, you know, he didn't Almost. mean to. He's a nice dude. He apologized. He, he was in a total accident, but holy shit. Uh, uh, they're coming for blood now, and they're in really good form. So, But it's at home. You got the you got the, the blue hell on, on your side, so it's like, let's go. You know what I mean? Let's punch our ticket into the quarterfinals of this, of this baby. Let's go. Yeah, what what I think is is interesting is if you look at FC Dallas's lineup, and granted, it was against San Antonio FC, which is a lower division side, and and, and Sporting KC played RSL, um, but FC which Dallas was a lower didn't... division side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, FC Dallas didn't really start hardly any of their regular starters uh, in that game. I mean, they brought in Kellen Acosta in in the eighty third minute. Uh, you know, Michael Barrios came on, uh, I, I think, for an injured Christian Coleman. Um, but, you know, it they didn't put out a very strong lineup. They didn't use Max Arruti. They didn't use Mauro Diaz. Um, so it, it makes me kind of wonder, okay, were they just kind of feeling out the waters and hoping to save some players and, and just to get past San Antonio FC? Or are they not taking it quite as seriously as Sporting KC is? Um I don't know. Yeah, but I, it'll I, have to be serious this week, man, because they're they have they've had a week off. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're probably right. They I, I, they don't want to get embarrassed by Sporting KC. Um, if 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 nothing else, I think what what is interesting about this game is since these are pretty clearly the top two teams in the West, because you know LAFC's kind of kind of fallen off. Um, RSL is is okay vancouver still has a pretty bad offense so it's just you know 
it's it's pretty much between FC Dallas and Sporting KC for the top spot in the West right now. So I'm. It makes me wonder, almost if you know if P, is Peter going to play around with the formation again, or or are they going to show something a little different um, than maybe they would show in a regular MLS game because they don't want to give the other team too much film for league play later in the year. I, I don't know. I think that there, there's just potentially all these like interesting side stories of. You know, these are the top two teams in the West. If you get a win, then psychologically, when you play them again in actual league play, you're like, okay, we can beat these guys. But also, it's the Open Cup, so you want to win that. And I don't know. I just think it'll be really interesting. I, I think Sporting KC will win. Um, I just I'm I, I don't know what it'll look like yet, which I think will be interesting to watch. So we'll hmm. see. Yeah, absolutely. Um. But yeah, that's that's. Uh, do do you think they're gonna win? Are you, are you predicting a win for Sporting KC? Dude, I'm predicting a, a dog fight, man. I'm predicting it to go extra time, and uh, oh wow, yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking a one nil, a one nil win in extra time. Okay, well, I, I hope mean, I'm I, wrong. I, I'd love to see multiple win, goals. But yeah. I uh, I hope it doesn't go extra time because I want them to get as much time off as possible. I want them to get healthy. Um, right. I'd love for them to kind of put this away early, get, you know, two or three goals relatively early on and, and then not have to, like, fight for their lives in the, in the latter parts of the game. But you never know. These are these are two good teams. And, and when they're both firing on all cylinders, um, either team could take it home or away. Uh, I just do think knowing the emphasis that Peter puts on the open cup and knowing that it's at home for sporting KC, I think they'll get it. So, um, it'll be a good one. We did have a question on the open cup from a a listener of ours, Darren Meeker. He said, this will be my first open cup game. Anything different than a normal game? Is there a different atmosphere? Uh, you've been to open cup games. I've been Uh, been to quite a few. Yeah. What what would you say to our good friend Darren? That just depends. Like I totally anticipate this open cup game for people to just turn out, man. And and I think a lot of people think like, oh, it's just open cup. Why would I want to come? I'm, they're not going to play the starters. Well, yeah, I think they really are this time. So I think it's going to be crazy. But in the past, there's been times when it doesn't sell out, and it it shows that it, people don't respect the open cup. But me, dude, whenever I went, I was like, this is great. I'm just, it's another game, man. Especially if you're a season ticket holder and you get that ticket, it's already included in your package. That's awesome. You're like, okay, free game. Yeah, I I, I totally agree with you. It kind of, honestly, it does depend on the game and and when it's happening. My first ever Sporting KC game I went to Mm. at a sporting park at the time was was an Open Cup game. and. it, it was against the Timbers. I don't remember what night it was on. It might have been a Friday Because those are the worst. Um, all I know is it was against the Timbers. It was in the fourth round of the Open Cup, so the equivalent of what the, the last round was where we played RSL. Um, t- and tickets were super cheap. They were like 16 bucks, and like the stadium was maybe half full, and we lost mm-hmm. 3-1, and it was not a good game. But it got me hooked on Sporting KC. Um so yeah, I, I would say like that game wasn't a great atmosphere, even though it was still fun. I agree with you though. I think this one is going to be a pretty darn good atmosphere uh, for a couple reasons. One, we're, we're the defending champions, and I think that excites people. When you win, it gets people more into the Open Cup because it kind of puts a little bit more value on it because it's like, hey, we want a trophy. We want to go back to back because how sweet would it be to have not only another open cup and, and, and just continue our open cup dynasty on that wall, but to see back to back 2017, 2018 would be amazing. Um, be cool, it's, man. It's, it's a be really cool. It, it, yeah. And it's a little bit later in the tournament. It's, it's a, it's a, it's the, the um, round of 16. Um, you're, you're getting to the point where, you can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. You win this one, then you're down to eight teams. You're like, okay, you know, we only got to win a couple more games and we have a trophy. Um, this is the round where, yeah, if MLS teams make it to the round of 16, they kind of start to take it a little bit more seriously. Um, so 
I think it'll be fun. I hope I'm right. I hope it turns out. I hope you're right. And and it'll be a, a rocking house. I don't know if it'll be quite MLS game atmosphere. Um, but I well, hope it's if we, close. If we win, I think we have to go to the winner of Minnesota and Houston. Is that who it is? Um, I honestly don't know how that, that okay. works. I don't, I don't, I think that's I don't know is. when. Yeah. Cause at one point they stopped doing the random draws and they start doing more of like a bracket style. So I, I'm not sure how that works. Yeah. We're bracketed um, I don't now. Know. Yeah. U.S. soccer doesn't even know how this works because they messed up draws for the last round and they were giving home games to people that didn't want home games and having to redo things. And, um, it, it's a weird tournament, but it's fun. So sounds like they need a new they, admin assistant. Yeah, they uh, have, have an opening. Their headquarters are in Chicago, and I know someone who happens to like soccer and lives in Chicago. That'd so, be cool. Uh, it probably pays less than what I'm making, though. There's no way it pays more. Yeah, it could be admin assistant. I don't know. I was I was about to get our uh, our army of listeners on the hashtag hire coos train. Oh, um, man, that'd be crazy. <laughs> start tweeting at U.S. soccer. Um <laughs> Hashtag higher coups. Um, <laughs> so if we bombard them enough, you never know. They like, there you go. They'll have to guy? hire me. Yeah. And they'll be like, you have a whole social media army behind you. We're going to just give you, hand you over to uh, manage U.S. soccer social media. Yeah. How's uh, that work? You're a banker. Yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen my social media army? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it'll uh, it'll be a fun game. So. We uh we shall see. Um, we shall see. But what's next? So uh, we got, like you said, uh, a couple of uh, MLS games uh, this weekend, um, or t- starting Wednesday night. Um, I don't know if there are any great ones per se, other than Columbus and Atlanta. Columbus, that Atlanta, be fun in Columbus. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one for me that kind of uh kind of sticks out. Um. Lately, it's been any know. game Atlanta's in. Yeah. Um, Which I saw sucks another. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, salty Atlanta fan tweet. I saw um, there, uh, there was American Soccer Analysis were doing some like comparison of goal scorers to uh, to Joseph Martinez because he currently has the most goals in MLS. And, and Atlanta fans, they just get so mad anytime anyone says anything because one of the guys from American Soccer Analysis pointed out Joseph Martinez, yes, he has, you know, whatever it is, like 13 goals, but, you know, five or six of them, something like that, came when, you know, Atlanta was was up a man and three of them came from penalty kicks and they just get so mad and defensive. Like, how dare you say that he's not as good as as we think he is? And it's like... How dare you say facts? Right, yeah. Like, we're not allowed to just say... I'm not saying he's like obviously Joseph Martinez is a great player. No one's trying to say he's not a great MLS striker, dude. But like, it's also you, okay to point out facts. They should not have tied New York City FC uh, last Saturday. By the way, New York had every opportunity to win that game. Man, they were hitting the post like crazy, and Brad Guzan actually played out of his mind. But New York should have crushed them because they at least got denied by the post twice. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I watched that uh, the condensed match today actually, and I was like, "Good God, how did they not win?" Do you think? And this is what we call a transition. It had anything to do with the fact that their coach Patrick Vieira had one foot out the door, as he is no longer the NYCFC coach because he went to Nice. Yeah, so do you think that could have been a distraction? Him. Yeah, I, don't well, know. I mean, yeah, might have been a distraction, but uh, he gave up, dude. He was like, y'all have soft bread. I'm moving. I'm going to get baguettes again. <laughs> well, I, I in, in his defense, have you seen a picture of, of the beaches in Nice? Because they got beaches. If, if you, uh, yeah, they, like, they, I mean, there were some like pretty women. Oh, beaches. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> so I'm just saying, I understand why he went. New York City did name Dominic Torrent the head coach um and and he has been i don't like him um okay we dan didn't like him uh nope. probably because he comes from manchester city and uh if you don't know dan doesn't like manchester city mm-hmm. um or dominic's in general 
or or or, or just Dominic's Dom's yeah. anything like that. Dom Kinnear, Dom Dwyer, you know, there you go. All all that. Um, but Torrent has been an assistant under Pep Guardiola for eleven years. Um, New York City FC's release says he's won twenty four trophies across terms with Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and Manchester City. So oh shit, so he was at Bayern gonna, then, huh? Yeah. He's he's been with Pep for eleven years. Um, so if if you're gonna lose a coach like Vieira, who a lot of people thought was arguably the best coach in MLS, Dominic Torrance not a bad guy to replace him with. This guy might just come in and who knows, he might even be better than Patrick Vieira because he's been with Pep Guardiola, who a lot of people think is one of the best coaches in the world for eleven years. He's coached at the best teams in the world. Now he's stepping in to take charge of NYCFC. Not a bad move. So, I don't know. What do you think? You think it'll? I, uh, you think there'll be any sort of transitional uh, turbulence for NYCFC, or do you think they'll be able to sort of smooth sail and keep it going? Uh, dude, I feel like he. I feel like he bailed in the middle of the season, so it's like, I don't know. It is kind of a distraction. I don't know if you can just transition smoothly like that. It's. Just, it seems weird. I mean, it'd be different if like. You know, knock on wood, Peter took over the national team and Kerry Zavagnin stepped in because Kerry's been doing this with Peter for a long time. So that'd be, that would be a smooth transition. This will be weird. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it probably does benefit that NYCFC and Man City are both part of that city football group. So there might be a little bit of continuity there, but, um, because as much as NYCFC fans don't like to hear this, they're kind of the farm team for Manchester City. Um, look at Jack Harrison. So, you know, Man City probably had some hand in what Vieira was doing, but um, yeah, there's there's probably going to be a little bit of turbulence there. Um, any other thoughts on any of the games coming up, or uh, you want to move into some World Cup news? I mean, I think we can touch on the world cup a little bit man it's uh it's kind of fun and i've i've heard some uh you know i've heard that it, it could be fun to, even though the u.s isn't there you know you're not really focused on one team you can actually enjoy all the games and maybe pick your favorite from somewhere else whether it's based off ancestry.com or that you know 23 and me website and you know it's, uh root for your roots they say yeah and and you know what heck even if you're not rooting for somebody just watch the World Cup to watch some good soccer. Um, yeah, chances are you support gonna, Premier League, and there's a ton of those players in here. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be a fun tournament. It does suck that like all the games are going to be starting super early in the morning because Russia's like on opposite time from all of us here in the in the states. Um, but it, it, it's going to be pretty fun. It kicks off Thursday, June fourteenth. Tomorrow um, I guess morning. it's not that early. 10 a.m. Central Time. Uh, Russia versus Saudi Arabia is the first game. So. The two worst teams. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, not the uh, not the greatest showcase that you could have for the, the first, uh, first game. But, um, you know, Russia's the host country, so they get the first game. Um, the second game could be kind of interesting. Uh, that's the only game on Thursday. But then Friday, we start early in the morning, 7 a.m., Egypt versus Uruguay. Um, Mo Salah, one of the best uh, goal scorers in the entire world, um, taking on uh, Uruguay. Um, Luis Suarez is, is from Uruguay. So this, that could be an exciting game. And, and then it just goes from there. Nico Ladero. Spain is that day. Um, Ladero's not on the team. Oh, he didn't. Okay. He was called in to like the, the preliminary squad, didn't end up making the final roster. Because they're um, like, wait, wait, wait! You play for Seattle Sounders? No, no, no! We don't, we don't. We, we, <laughs> we misunderstood. We misunderstood. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So, like you said, the U.S. isn't in it. Obviously, we don't need to go into that. But uh, do you kind of, do you have a team you're you're pulling for, or are you just kind of watching to watch some good soccer? I got a couple, bro. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm going for Germany. That's kind of where my main ancestral roots come from. Um. But, you know, then I have my little teams here and there. Like, I like Ronaldo, so I'll watch Portugal. Um, I, I like a lot of guys who are on Spain. Um, my ancestry says I'm 2% Iranian, so maybe I'll root for Iran. 
there you <laughs> so, go. I don't know, man. You, and you gotta you gotta watch those MLS people. You know, you gotta watch your MLS guys. That's fun. You gotta watch your Messi. You gotta watch you know the Iceland story. There's just so many storylines, dude. The the France who who could very well win it all. Um, you know, Mexico can they can they break their habit of not getting past the uh, the fourth game? You know, so. <laughs> it's it's true yeah. man they've never they've never made it past the you know they get out of their group yeah. and then they can't get any further than that yeah no you're right um england, england of course a lot anything. of premier league yeah a lot of premier league people yeah uh, some people are, are saying england might not make it out of the group stage i saw other people saying they're going to get to the round of eight um Jeez, and, and if things far. go right yeah I, I don't think they're getting there i think they get out of the group but i think they lose um, in the very next game in the first round, uh, first knockout round game. Yeah. Um, I mean, Belgium could be fun, dude. You got, I mean, as mm-hmm. a man, you guy, I'm like, can, can Lukaku score some goals? I mean, yeah, it's a well, Lukaku said that uh, Belgium is better than Manchester United. Did you, did you see that interview? He, he said that. Yeah. Some, some Belgium, uh, a, a Belgian reporter uh, said that some of their fans wanted to know which team's better, Belgium or Manchester United, and he kind of laughed and and said uh, Belgium. Well, I mean, so. if some if some Manchester United reporter asked him that, he'd probably say <laughs> Manchester United. Right. I mean, right. what are you going to bite the hand yeah. that's feeding you? Right. He's in Belgium representing Belgium, talking to a Belgian news reporter. He's not about to be like, yeah, Belgium sucks. Right. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a couple of Man U fans on Twitter that didn't take too kindly to it, but I, I don't, I don't think it's. Oh any my big god, deal. it's apples and oranges. It's a national team and it's a club <laughs> team. Get off your horse. Yeah. It, yeah. This is going to be fun, um, regardless, dude. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stream every single game because very rarely do they overlap. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, um, as if you follow me on Twitter, you have probably seen I am the world's number one Iceland fan. Um, yeah, I saw so, you change that damn thing. <laughs> I I am here for Iceland. I I was able to visit there a couple years ago. Fell in love with it. My man Gilfy, my my Everton boy, is on Iceland. Um, they're they're the Cinderella story, especially after what they did in the Euros. Um, I am all in on Iceland. Uh, and if you know, it, it, it's gonna be a a, a little bit tough uh i don't know if they're gonna get out of the group stage um but you know if they do i'll uh, i'll be there doing the viking clap along with uh <laughs> with my fellow my fellow vikings from iceland i'm annoying Dude. my brother because i keep saying uh, i keep calling iceland my homeland and he's like we're not icelandic like, no nope, we're not, not at all close to icelandic but um but you know what we are, i have a guy yeah. who is from iceland who comes into the bank and we talk a lot and he's very big very big football fan and he told me that if they get out of the group stage he's hopping on a plane to russia oh for real i was like yeah i was like oh just dude just like that huh money bags (laughs) (laughs) one that's crazy uh but two like i mean i guess it's potentially a once in a lifetime situation for them Kind of is. Um, he said it's been amazing, dude, for the country. I mean, he doesn't live there anymore because he says it's super expensive. So he he's living in Chicago yeah. is like very cheap for him. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that tells you how expensive it is to live there. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, Iceland's my team. Did you see this freaking amazing Coca-Cola Iceland ad that's been going around? It I was directed not. by the Iceland goalkeeper. And it's amazing. It's like just scenes from all over Iceland. And it's like random sounds of like fishing boats or like people walking around, but the sounds make the like Icelandic clap cheer where it's got the like the drums where it's like boom boom clap, and it like does it. It's like a two minute ad. Is that the thing that the Minnesota Vikings started doing? Yeah, it's dumb. They stole it. And Iceland stole stole it from the Viking. Oh, okay, gotcha. No, Iceland. They're the (laughs) ones who started it. Like, and it's. I swear. No. Did you see in the Euros when they were – I, I will I – will You're going to fight me. Die Stop on this it. hill. <laughs> You're Did like, you I will fight the video you. When uh, – I'm no. going to channel my inner Viking. Um, <laughs> the video when they were in the Euros and it had like literally everyone in Reykjavik. Like everybody was all in the town square and it was like tens of thousands of people all doing this Viking clap together. It was it's amazing. A, it's a boom, boom clap. Like it starts really slow, like it's, it's like boom, boom, clap, 
and then it's just like a really, really, really long pause. And then you get boom, boom, clap. And like they kind of pause again. And like over the course of like two minutes, it just gets a little bit faster and faster and faster until in the end, it's like boom, boom, clap, boom, boom, clap. And then like, and, and they all go nuts. It's, it's pretty cool. You got one, mud like, on you, your face. You big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't. Yeah. So really they all stole it from Freddie Mercury and Queen. Um, but uh, hey, that movie's going to be awesome, it, by the way, coming out. It it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, but no, when, when, when Iceland does it, cause the players do it with them, it literally like makes the hair stand up on my arms and gives me goosebumps. Um, and then there's the freaking Atlanta fans who stole it and think they're cool. Uh, and then, then but, they uh, win the whole thing and they go right into, we are the champions. <laughs> that's right. So Iceland's my team. I got some Croatian family. So I guess Croatia See, can be my dude. number two. You ought to get that Croatian yeah. jersey, man. That looks sick. My my brother did buy a Croatian jersey. He said so. he was going to. He did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he bought a Croatian jersey. We got were talking about that today. That's so, awesome. Um, and then if I have a third team, I guess it's Nigeria, just because I think their jerseys are amazing. Dude, so, they have a whole ensemble. Um, they have like a bucket hat. Yeah, that matches nice. it, and the jacket nice. and. They sold out in like three minutes. Like they sold out in like one minute in Nigeria. Like they were lined up on the streets. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, but it's Nike, dude. I don't. Nike tends to copy their designs. Adidas seems to be a little more original. Nike seems to recycle designs. A la France and USA's kits look exactly the same. Yeah, but I haven't seen one like this. So hopefully they don't do that with this one. I kind of want it to just be for Nigeria for this World Cup. Move on. Get another design. Come up with something else cool. You're yeah. Nike. You can hire designers. Like, figure well, it out. I got um, I got the green Germany jersey, man. I'm, I'm ready to roll. Yeah. The Germany away kit is pretty darn cool. I bet they um, never wear it. It, so. it just doesn't show who they are. I bet they'll wear their white jersey for every freaking game. Yeah, unless they have to. You're probably right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who's going to enforce them? Aren't they? They're yeah. the highest seed. They get to choose. Right. Um, but yeah, so since if I mean, if I got Iceland, Croatia, and Nigeria as my three teams, they're all in the same group. One of my teams making it out of the group stage. So oh, there wow. you go. That makes, <laughs> that makes a world of sense, actually. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mean for that to happen. It just uh, kind of happened. So um, Very it's cool. those three in Argentina are all in a group together. So we'll see. Well, um, you guys will have to watch it, interact with us online, because we'll uh, we'll definitely be be uncovering all the drama. I know we're basically a sporting Kansas City podcast, but it's kind of fun to uh, to have a World Cup year here and be able to you know talk about it all. I, I'm pretty excited for Germany and Mexico on uh, on Sunday. Actually, it could you know Ger- Mexico's first test is against Germany. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, and and look, there's some there's some big name MLS players that are, that are in the world cup. I mean, there just are. on Mexico alone, you got Carlos Vela, you got the Dos Santos brothers. They'll, they'll um, sub on. Yeah. They'll probably, uh, well, Vela, you don't think he might start? Oh no, know. Vela will. I think the um, Dos Santos brothers have been subbing though. Yeah. Um, they got a really young winger in Mexico named Hector Lozano. Um, yeah. He's, he's supposed to be like the up and coming thing he's in the Liga MX right now but might move to Europe and he's supposed to be amazing so that he'll be fun to watch I'm excited to see uh, Bayern Munich's goalkeeper back out there man Manuel Neuer I mean he has been injured since like last fall and all of a sudden he's going to start in the World Cup I mean that's how much trust the manager has in this guy it's pretty cool um he hasn't you played. guys tweet us who you're rooting for let us let us know at no other pod at jcmax03 at dan Kuzer. tell us are you rooting for a team who are you rooting for why are you just watching just to watch um whatever it is it's it's gonna be a fun time um so definitely let us know we can we'll, we'll all be watching together on twitter um lastly and this is kind of world cup news before we go um uh, early thursday morning so early tomorrow what no excuse me early wednesday morning i got my dates mixed up by the time you're listening to this we will probably already know if the united states mexico and canada in their joint north american bid won the bid for the 2026 world cup oh boy I'm because so nervous. early wednesday morning in uh, in russia 
they are meeting to vote between the North American bid and the Morocco mm. bid. And uh, I good. don't have a great feeling because despite all of FIFA's reports about infrastructure, about safety, about all of it, which point to North America as the clear choice and it not even being close, I kind of have a feeling we're going to lose because you got, you know, U.S. territories, four U.S. territories are not voting against the U.S., but they're choosing to abstain territories like Guam and Puerto Rico. They're not voting for North America. Um, you got all sorts of countries. Um, and, and they will no longer be territories. You're done. You're cut <laughs> off. There you go. By decree of Lacuz. By decree. Um, you got mud on your face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then you got like Palestine. They're, they're part of the uh, FIFA. They're not voting for us for obvious political reasons. Um, like there's a lot of teams, a lot of, uh, federations, they're going to vote for Morocco. And, and at this point, I think I'm going to be surprised if North America wins. I don't know. What what do you, do you have any sort of feeling one way or the other? I do love Moroccan food. So, uh, it's pretty tasty. Worst thing in the world, but they use a lot of cinnamon in their stuff. That's what it is. That's the secret. But I'm telling you, man, this mm. is this is a big deal. Like Kansas City's still in the mix to host some World Cup games. We yep. we want this, man. This could be a game changer in eight years. I mean, this this dude, you and I could be going to World Cup games in eight years. That's crazy. Be nuts. Could have special on-site World Cup, no other pot editions. Oh my goodness. That'd be so, bananas. I don't know. I don't know. I we I don't really I know they're voting between uh, like 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. Central Time. I don't oh, know when I they're will actually get up. announcing. Yeah. They're streaming it. Fox is streaming the vote. So and you can time? watch it if you want to get up. I think it's it starts at 4 a.m. live. Oh, dude. I'll be up um, at 5.30. So maybe. Okay. Yeah. It says, okay. So Fox Sports 1 will provide breaking coverage of the vote, but the entire FIFA Congress will be broadcast live on FIFA.com and the FIFA YouTube TV channel. Uh, coverage will begin of FIFA Congress at 1 a.m. Central Time, but the oh vote is expected to take place at 4 a.m. Central Time. Well, we'll so. catch it when I, when I wake up. That sounds crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you're going to watch two hours of a bunch of people just like writing on a piece of paper. Yeah, a bunch of um, old rich men. I'm, I'm not into it. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. Um, it'll be good. Also, by the way, correction, I said Hector Lozano, the, the winger from Mexico. His name is Herving Lozano. So, huh, um, of course. if you caught that mistake, my bad, but it's Herving Lozano. Um, I didn't catch it. You're just making me want to yeah, make lasagna. So. <laughs> speaking of which italy not in the world cup so no. sorry join the party um us you know the italians the americans and the chileans can all just be sad together um but yeah man it's gonna be a fun couple of weeks um u.s open cup world cup mls lots of soccer going on in june and july so can't wait um we're here for it Anything else for uh, our good listeners before we let them go? Wrap it up. Let's do it. This was a great episode. Our iTunes ratings and reviews, guys. They keep coming. We're over 50. We're now stretching for 100. Let's make it happen. And don't forget www.onthevolleyapparel.com. Go buy you something, guys, because it's go get you a shirt. Pick the best one. They have like a they have like the Wu Tang Clan looking thing that's like the Wu Tang symbol that looks like a soccer pitch. Um, they have they have a design that's a foosball table that says this is not a game. <laughs> it, they, they got a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, get up there, put in the phrase "no other pod." Make sure the words are separated. No other pod. Get you that discount and uh, let them know that that you're. You're buying their stuff. You, you won't be disappointed. I, I love their their merch. Yes, sir. So uh, once again, let us know who you're rooting for in the World Cup at No Other Pod at JCMax03 at Dan Couser. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod. Send us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. And uh, we will be back with you guys next week, as always. So until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll talk to y'all later. See ya. Kicking your can all over the place.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.